1: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch.
0: Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This program may contain content which is suitable for listeners over the age of eighteen only. Discretion is advised. This is Room 104 with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. FM 104.
2: If it's Room 104. You can drop us a line, get in touch. 87 Now, one of the things I think, one of the things when you're young is that you don't think anything bad is ever going to happen to you.
0: Yeah, I still think that. And don't say I'm 47 because I'm not. I'm only 31. Have you not been through but... quite
2: a lot? You're nearly into your fifth <gasps> decade, Saoirse. You The things you've seen.
0: Well, actually, the funny thing is, in the last year, I've probably been sicker overall than I've ever been been before just random things happening so maybe it's now i feel like i'm going into my older age but um yeah no you do (laughs) kind of think you're invincible don't you when you're a bit younger
2: yeah you you kind of you know you just wet behind the ears and we all did. It. You're 16, 17. You're like, listen, it's grand. Don't worry about it. Nothing is going to affect me at all. And uh, obviously we've the, the news, the old coronavirus news, we've heard the majority of people that are getting affected by it are obviously very, very elderly, unfortunately, people maybe with underlying conditions. Uh, but a guy from Dublin was uh, in the Manor Hospital there with coronavirus in a pretty serious way. And he joins us on the line now, 17-year-old Brandon Fay. Brandon, how are you?
1: Hi, good evening. How are you?
2: Good, good. Listen, uh, we appreciate you giving up your time this evening. You sound a hell of a lot better. Yeah. Luckily,
1: thanks very much.
0: What exactly happened?
1: So back in March, I went in for a routine checkup. I have a mild dose of asthma, so I didn't think anything of it. I had a little bit of a cough. I had no temperature and a bit of shortness of breath, so I thought oh, the pollen must be high in the air. It's just, yeah, it's not acting up because it never does act up. So I just, you know. So I was on the corridor waiting, obviously because of COVID, all the units and all the clinics are shut in the hospital, so you have to wait. Yeah. So I was waiting and the consultant came down she heard me coughing she was like oh you sound a bit chesty there and i was like it just it could just be the asthma so within 20 minutes then she got a nurse to test me oh to sorry take a set of valves for me and then another way mm-hmm. another 20 minutes then i was isolated on a ward the doctors then came in and tested me for covid 19. And in 24 hours then, I tested positive. After that then, obviously, the symptoms start to get that bit more worse then. So they just checked on me then. I then lost the taste and things. And within seven days then, I left the hospital. After a week, they sent me home with a pulse oximeter machine, which connected to my mobile, which they then kept tracked while I was at home for the rest of the isolation days to make what, sure what, they lost what,
2: what was that machine exactly?
1: A pulse oximeter. So it's obviously, i easy to describe it to you, is when you go into hospital, when they're taking your blood pressure, the little thing that they pop on your finger with the red light. Oh, okay. You know? oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a miniature one of them that you can carry around with you. They check that sent straight to the hospital, obviously your oxygen saturation level. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if anything went wrong at home, then they were able to keep track and see what was happening. Then after the isolation days, then I was able to go out on the... To keep me two metres distance and call me two kilometer walk.
0: Now, just bring us back to the t- the the moment that you actually tested positive. Were you shocked?
1: Oh, shocked is another sentiment. I was surprised. You know, I'm seventeen. I'm invincible, a touch of armor. I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of Superman going around like you know no one can touch me I can do what I want and blah 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 and then obviously because I'm on placement in the Mater Hospital on work placement I did keep up with the routines I kept up with hand hygiene everything I followed every procedure but unfortunately I was one of the unlucky ones that did contract the virus but as I'm just saying you're not untouchable you're not invincible just listen but now we're going like you know we're starting to reopen the country is starting to reopen which I've seen yesterday hundreds upon hundreds in Sutton Beach and now I'm just waiting and to see how many damn people have caught the virus, so I wish many of them get sick now because they didn't listen, they thought just jump out, do what you want and that's it the country's not open but as slowly as we are starting to open we're locked down as soon as like we're locked down much quicker again yeah. if people don't listen
2: I know it's, it's always a worry isn't it because we, we keep thinking we can open these up and it's, it's the only way is forward but apparently you know yeah, we, we can slip from no. phase 2 back to 1 and, and back to lockdown mm. so fingers crossed it doesn't happen but I, I was going to ask you uh, did you find out obviously where you got it from but I didn't realise you, you were on work placement so you obviously picked it up in the hospital then did you?
1: No I don't know where I contracted the virus um, I was away as well four weeks before that um, so obviously before the country announced you are going into lockdown and things yeah. um, I was away on holidays in Amsterdam so I don't know where I caught it. I reckon in my local area I contracted it because I was fine after I came home. I was fine I yeah. wasn't back on and so probably a passerby or a buyer somebody in the shop or things I don't know or maybe one of my family could have been a carrier you just you never know it's a virus; you can't see it.
0: It's crazy because you just think of it as an old person's.
1: Sorry when I did contract the virus obviously the media was just promoting elderly people dying elderly people getting it so we all thought we're younger you know I thought that and especially when I caught it it was just the social media and things in and the papers so you were just reporting death after death after death so that's all that goes through your head especially when I got the news I was like I'm going to die like what this is the end nobody can come and see this and that even though the symptoms wasn't half as bad like with ventilators and things you still think the worst you know you have it you know you have it and that was the worst but the staff in the matter hospitals and the nurses the doctors consultants everyone they're phenomenal the work they did was just especially now with COVID they're finally getting appreciated with the work they do but they're just they're real life heroes you know and I'll never forget the war the North said to me on the ward that day it just stuck with me and it will stick with me forever she said to me, because um, I got a bit upset, obviously I was alone, you know, isolated. You couldn't go on a walk in the hospital, you couldn't do anything, you were locked in the ward. So she said to me, She said, We're your mammy for the next few days, and that just comforted me. And you know, I was warmed I felt then, like, yeah. they're trying their best for me. You know, I have somebody here with me. And
2: Th- that's not for people who don't, because again, I have no idea what it's like, and I'm sure she probably doesn't either. But what exactly did the isolation look like? I mean, literally oh. on your own, just in no one around you, what, 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 what's it look like
1: if you go into a hospital? Ward, you know, the isolation rooms, it's just, if you're in a room on your own, nobody can come near you, and the doctors, the nurses, the healthcare systems, they all come in in full PPE, goggles, masks, shields. It's scary, you know, you feel like, I don't know, it just, it's like, it's such a touch of human just reach your body, and you know that. Oh, like what, are they afraid to come near me well obviously like they don't want to contract fire, so you're just like oh you know?
2: but, yeah. But I can imagine it's a bit intimidating having people in that yeah. full get up even though you know they're obviously the soundest people in the world just to see it coming yeah. in it must be taking you back a little But kind of going jeez mind some sort yeah. of weird sci-fi movie now
1: it just gives you that little you know you just take a step back but so, you know they're the real life heroes they're there to help you yeah, and that's their job
0: and is that why you have decided that that's what the career you want to go? For? I, to
1: be honest with you, I wanted to be a guard. I'm too, I'm just too girlish. So if you went in and robbed the shop, I'd say I need it. So <laughs> that. So that's just that, the career wasn't for me. So no, probably not. Probably <laughs> no. Not. <laughs> so I went into Norton and I'm very pure in person now, and compassionate. And especially at any place in the East and the Fairview, the Mar Fairview and the staff here, we just they treat me like one of their own. You know, like family. They show me the rules, yeah. show me everything that phenomenal. So I think if I can be anything like that nurse that helped me that day or like the staff in the hospital, I just that'd be amazing to help people.
2: Yeah, and I think well, obviously your story is going to help people now this evening. Again, if you had one thing to say to people your own age who are obviously sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, who are, again, I can I can kind of understand it. You don't think it's going to affect you. You don't want it to affect you, and you kind of have the whole. I would you relax, man. It's fine. You know, stop worrying about it. What would you say to them?
1: I'd say to them just follow the rules. You know, think of the elderly people that you live with. Obviously, now I see phase one. The country has gone. You know, you can socialise with four people out of your household. Make sure you keep your distance. Just keep your distance. You know, meet up with your friends that you obviously are four clo- or your two close friends. Like, do what you have to do, but just to follow everything, you Now, clean your hands, keep hand hygiene, respect people on the streets, don't stand on top of people and kill us, just respect other people.
0: And you're back to full health again?
1: Oh, I'm back to full health, back to helping people, so...
2: Amazing stuff. Great. Well, listen, obviously yeah. delighted to hear 17-year-old Brandon Faye, who kicked coronavirus up the hole and uh, <laughs> got, 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 got back on and is now back helping people and is going on to be a nurse. Listen, thanks a million, man, for popping on and our regards to all the other uh, frontline staff that you're working there with.
1: No problem. Thanks very much. Have a lovely evening.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands.